0: Good afternoon and welcome to A Conversation with Tanya. I am your host, Tanya Stokes. I'm a hairstylist and makeup artist in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. My podcast is more than just about hair and makeup, though, because I'm more than just that. So I want to discuss health and wellness, uh, grief, relationships, politics, finance, and uh, whatever's on the brain. I'm here for it. So feel free to email me at a conversation with Tanya at gmail.com. That's a conversation with Tanya. That's T-O-N-Y-A at gmail.com. I want you to add in the subject box that you would like to be on the show. That's only if you want to be on my show. And um, hey, we can make that happen. So, I hope you're having a beautiful day. It was such a beautiful spring day. I, um, gosh, I really got out and enjoyed the weather. I took Jack's, my dog, for a walk in the community. Um, we try and change um, our direction every day. So, uh, we went in another little area of the community, which was really nice. And um, it was a much longer walk. <laughs> He was definitely exhausted by the time we got back to the house, but we definitely took advantage of this beautiful spring day. So today, let's discuss self-care, you know? um, Self-care is uh, almost like a slang. You see it online all the time, hashtag self-care Sunday. You know, um, you have a ton of stores out here selling products to help you with self-care and The list goes on and on and on, but what exactly is self-care? And do you know how to care for yourself or just what you're looking for as it relates to self-care, you know, do you have what it takes for the journey? Because it is a journey. Self-care is a journey. (laughs) It definitely is. I wish it wasn't, but it is. Um, Self-care is about protecting your well-being and happiness, especially during a stressful time in life, you know? But how do you do that, you know? Um, I've seen women online having a great time, you know, out having drinks and dinner and they would take a picture and hashtag it, you know? Self-care, and then I've seen people at the beach doing yoga or getting a massage, and they hashtag that, self-care. So which one is right? I think they're all right. I really do. Being with friends, having drinks may work for some, while for others, not so much, you know? For me, not so much, you know? Um, For me, self-care is all about Tanya being selfish with her time, Tanya taking care of Tanya. Self-care for me is about taking care of my mind, body, and soul. Um, And more often than not, that means I'm doing it alone, even if it's Tanya in therapy or Tanya with a trainer or Tanya at a park. It's my self-care regimen and never includes um, a whole bunch of other people. It just doesn't. Um, Let me tell you, I absolutely love like resorts and I take advantage of all the amenities there. (laughs) I do. So for me, self-care is um, maybe just, carving out some time and going to a resort, which looks like paradise. Most of them do. I mean, they're like a hidden gem. And a lot of times they're right in your backyard. I know Charlotte has a lot of um, resort places just in the outskirts um, of the area where it's just luxurious and they have spas and water features and massage therapists and estheticians and on and on and on. And it's It's just what you need to help you with whatever it is you're going through or to help you in the space that you are in. And a lot of times you leave there feeling refreshed and renewed and full and ready. You know, if I just wanted a a nice place to stay, then I would just rent a regular hotel if it's just for a business trip. I like a nice hotel, you know. Um, but if it's a self care trip or adventure, I want all the toppings I do. I want the bells and whistles, which brings me to last week. I knew last week was gonna be a rough week um, and it actually wasn't as rough as I thought it was it did it did you know sit me down for a bit uh so I planned um, to spend a few days at the Grove Park Inn, which um, I've seen ads about it, uh, but I've never actually been there. Uh, now the Omni owns it. It's called the Omni Grove Park Inn, and it's a historic resort hotel near like, the slopes of uh, I think it's called the Blue Ridge Mountains in Asheville, North Carolina. It was absolutely amazing. I'm still blown away at how beautiful the place was and how amazing guest services was. And, um, I took advantage of most of the amenities there. I will admit like (laughs) that place, um, would probably be more enjoyable with someone. Like if I were married or in a relationship, it would probably be more enjoyable with, you know, that significant other, but I still had a really nice time. Um, it was a great getaway, and most of the other guests um, were very nice. And I was constantly being asked, "Are you here alone? Are you here alone?" <laughs> they have like several restaurants, and um, the drinks were great, and the exposed rocks, and the whole historical um, theme that went throughout the building even though you know they they're like uh newer uh hotels like they have newer rooms attached to it it was just absolutely gorgeous and um so i had a great time um they have like i said several restaurants they have live music um almost every night and uh i mean i couldn't have asked for a better getaway. And that's what I like about resorts. Like you never really have to leave the property. They had their own hiking trail and, um, they had museums over there. Everything that you needed was right there on the premises. And, uh, again, the thing that sold me on the place was the underground spa. So it was like a cave. And if you go to YouTube and you type in Grove Park Inn spa, um, it will blow your mind. That is the one area where um, electronic devices were not allowed. Uh, and once you got down there, like, it's, it's like you're in another world. And I took advantage of everything they had to offer. Um, they had the eucalyptus steam room. The, they had the cold water I, I'll call it a tank, like the cold water tank, which was like 60 degrees. I didn't do that. It's supposed to shock your body. But I did get in the whirlpool, in the meditation pool, and they had an Olympic size pool. I mean, it was just everything you needed to escape and maybe read a good book and get your mind right. And it wasn't expensive at all. It was the, the regular price as, I mean, just as like being in a, Normal hotel, so that was really nice. So I would advise you that if if you are stressed in any way and you just want a quick getaway, which is spent maybe an hour and a half, two hours outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, please check out the Omni Grove Park Inn. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, and today I went to one of my favorite spots, which was at the Catawba River. Um, it was very relaxing there. The river was flowing, birds were chirping, kids were playing. The scenery was just absolutely gorgeous. So I sat there and I meditated a little bit. I sang um, some, some songs and um, I just had a moment um, with my son or had a moment with the universe. And that was good. It was just what I needed, which was also what I did when I was in Asheville. And that's why it was so important for me to get away from the noise, to get away from the stress and, um, do what was healthy and necessary for Tanya, you know? So for me, that's just what I would describe as self-care, you know? And, uh, again, if you're lucky enough to find someone who probably doesn't talk much and just wants to be there and and just enjoy the experience I think you should definitely try Asheville or even just take a long walk on the Catawba rivers it's just just so much to see and uh, so much to to experience okay so and if that you know if that's not going to do it for you, then maybe you should call a therapist, which I'm all for therapy. Okay. So let me ask you something because I ask people all the time. Um, like, I mean, I have so many friends that are married and, um, in relationships where you like, they have live-in boyfriends and, uh, they are so unhappy So, what is the thing that's making you think that, hey, I probably need to take a step back and look deeply into this self care thing? You know what I mean? Because once again, self care is about protecting your well being and protecting your happiness. Okay? It's about protecting your. Well being and your happiness. So self care is all about being selfish. You can be as selfish as you want as you are on this healing journey, right? And we're doing a lot of stuff in life that just does not make us happy. And what I don't understand is if it doesn't make you happy, why are you doing it? Like if If you're dating and she doesn't, or if you're married and she doesn't make you happy, why are you doing her? Why are you with her? Or if he doesn't make you happy, why are you doing him and why are you with him? If your job doesn't make you happy, why aren't you looking for a better job? I know money could possibly be the issue. The job may pay well, but you've got to find a way to carve out some time so that you could find a job or a career. That makes you happy in relationships. If you're honest with yourself, you are and have probably never really been happy in that relationship. And if you were at some point, why aren't you trying to get back to that? Why aren't you trying to find where you guys got lost? Because sometimes somebody just took a wrong turn. And you know, this whole happiness journey and this healing journey isn't linear. It isn't. Boy, I wish it was. But it's a process. And self-care is the perfect way to start the healing process. But you've got to always remember that it's a process. Even the in the space that I'm in, I know that the space that I'm in is a process. And processes comes with ups and downs and setbacks. Like one day it's a great day, the next day it's a great day, the day after that it's a great day, but the day after that it takes me ten steps back. You know, a couple of days ago I was I was like a year back. I'm, I'm so many steps back. Three hundred and sixty five days back took me right back to my knees to where this whole thing started. And I I understand that that is a part of the process, right? It's like a roller coaster, but you've got to continue to carve out the time for self-care. You got to get back on that horse for self-care, right? It's never going to be a smooth ride. And most of your friends won't understand your process. If you heard my podcast last week, I said, I had a friend that would call and say, hey, how was your day? And I'm like, ah, oh, today wasn't a good day. And he'll say, wow, what happened? <laughs> and the what happened when he said that, like it, it drives me nuts. But I was in that space where I took a few steps back in the process. And some friends don't understand that. Like some friends will say, Didn't you guys break up six months ago? Or didn't you get fired eight months ago? Or didn't he die a year ago? It's a process. There is no timetable. There's no, you just kind of go with the flow and you keep getting up. You keep getting up and you keep caring for yourself and you keep trying to figure out what it is you need and where it is you need to go, right? But some of your friends, most of your friends won't understand your process because they have been living such a selfish life. Heck, even your relationship with them was selfish. You just didn't know it because you never needed them. Or heck, you never needed time for yourself. Do you need me to say that again? I'm going to say it one more time for the people in the back. You did not realize that you surrounded yourself with selfish people because you never needed them. You never needed your friends to be the wind at your back. You never needed your friends to be strong for you. You never needed your friends to understand the space that you were in. Especially if you're the strong one in your tribe, right? Or you never needed time for yourself. See, when you need time for yourself, that means you don't have the time or the space for anyone else. So when you wake up and wise up and realize that, you know what? I can't do this in a crowded room or I can't do this with a bunch of people around. I need time for myself. I need to do some self-care." You never realized that you needed that time for yourself. So then you never realized that you were the strong one in your tribe and most of the friends that you call friends are really just a bunch of selfish people that always needed you, right? So now that you do, now that you need time for yourself, your friends won't understand why you're not taking their calls or partaking in girls' or boys' night out or going on vacation with them this year because you need to take care of yourself because if you're depleted, if you're dejected, you cannot be effective for the rest of the world. You cannot be a good mom. You cannot be a good wife. You cannot be a good dad. You cannot be a good husband. You cannot be an effective business owner if you cannot carve out time to get your mind right, to find your balance. And in order for you to do that and be effective, you must be by yourself or you must schedule an appointment with your therapist or you must take a long walk on the park and for a lot of us that is scary even for you that is scary to think that you need time alone you just in silence i spoke with a young lady last night um she lost her son her son was four when he passed and she said the hardest thing for her to do is be in silence. And for me, I love silence. I love quiet because in the stillness I can connect with my son in the stillness. I can connect with the universe. I can connect with God. But with her, she says this, the silence makes her sad and it scares her, right? So for some of us, we don't know how to ask our loved ones for space so that we could get rid of the fog and come away from the crowd and take care of ourselves. See, in life, you were pulled in so many directions. You don't even know who you are. You think you are Dave the Kappa or Anita the Delta or Dave the dad and husband or Anita the mom and wife or the head of the PTA or the CFO of the company or VP of the department. But those are just titles. That's not who you are. It's not. It's not who. You are. And the sad thing is, you still don't know who you are. If you were to lose a finger today, would that make you less of a person? It wouldn't. You'll still be who you are. You'll just be that person with nine fingers. If you were to lose your job today, would that change who you are as a person? No, you'll still be who you are. You'll just be unemployed. But for a lot of us, it is who we are. It is. It's oh my gosh. You know, I was VP of that department and now I I don't know which way to go. And that's normal. Because we've attached ourselves to those titles and labels for so long, to a point that we introduce ourselves as such. Hi, I'm Tanya Stokes, owner of New Faces International here in makeup studio, mother of one PTA president, president of HOA, real estate investor. That's not who I am. It's not, that's what I do. So who am I? That's a good question, right? Most of us will say, oh, I'm a strong woman. I'm a child of the most high, you know. But if that is your truth, that's your truth. But I never really thought about any of this until this past year. Hell, (laughs) who am I? I found myself saying to a lot of people like, oh, my gosh, you know, you buy the house and you... You know, you set up these um, funds and these uh, systems so that when you leave here, you leave a legacy for your children's children. And, you know, what is it all worth today? You know, you find yourself saying stuff like that. You know what I mean? You find yourself saying like that, stuff like that. And, you know, this is why self-care and healing is important. Because there will come a time... When the rug will be pulled from underneath you, stripping you of many of your titles. And you will be faced with trying to figure out who you are and why you are here. Yeah, your purpose. (laughs) So let's get back to self-care because I want to give you some steps to help you with self-care And, uh, once you get the hang of it, you know, you can go back and tweak it to make it something more suitable for you. Um, but I definitely want to just give you a couple of things to chew on because these things have helped me and I change them often. Okay. So, you know what? I want you to, why don't you take a sheet of paper And list three categories. Take out a sheet of paper. List three categories, and I'll give you the three categories. It's um, body, mind, and soul. Because I think when you're going through a journey of self-care and you're going through this healing process, those are the three things that um, will be affected. And, And that's and it makes up who you are: your body, mind, and soul. Right. So. Under body, um, I want you to list things like exercise regimen, um, healthy meals, even doing a meal prep, you know, uh, research that, Um, uh, drink green tea or smoothies, drink more water. That is very important. And also try yoga and uh, go for long walks, especially in your neighborhood. And if you could take a walk with, um, without your shoes on, maybe go to the beach or a park, um, that's a that's something else I want you to look into. It's called grounding and it is very effective. But I want you to go on long walks, um, turn your phone on silent. You could have it with you in case of an emergency, but put it on silent and don't take any calls. Just go on long walks and be one with nature. It will change your life okay um instead of taking a shower take a long bath and just light a candle maybe put on some jazz music and just reflect just reflect in the day okay um under the next category under mind i want you to list things like read a book um Play mentally stimulating games like board games or even games on your cell phone like the word games, uh, crossword puzzles, things that are going to be mentally stimulating. Instead of watching a movie or a game show, why don't you watch a documentary? Do something that will expand your mind. Now, the last category is soul. Now I want you to go to YouTube and to find, um, a guided meditation video. If you, if you don't meditate or if you don't know how to quiet your mind, it's best that you start out with a guided meditation video. And for me, I started looking at the length of the video first. <laughs> like if it was a 30 minute video, I was not interested, but a nine minute video, yes, bring it. So with a nine minute video, it was very helpful. And what they do is you kind of lay on your back, you know, palms down, or you sit up with palms down in um, Indian style and close your eyes and you do a lot of deep breathing exercises and the the guy or the girl will guide you through it like oh I want you to focus on your toes like count your toes how many toes do you have or and then move up to your feet and your ankle and it's it's very relaxing and what they're trying to do is get you to shut out what's going on in the world around you and to just be one with the universe. I'm telling you, it helps. Meditation helps. Um, A friend of mine told me a long time ago, prayer is your way of talking to God and meditation is a way of hearing from God. So it depends on where you are in this world. Prayer is your way of talking to your higher power and meditation is a way of hearing from a higher power. And it's always good to have a journal next to you so that when you come out of your meditation experience that you write down the first thing that comes to mind. And what I've realized is that like the first thing that comes to mind is always something very positive and encouraging. Um, um, also under soul, uh, write down positive affirmation goals. I am so-and-so. I am beautiful. I am successful. I am a queen. You know, write down positive affirmation goals. I will make a million dollars this year. I will buy several properties this year. Um, And then I want you to look into the mirror and compliment yourself. Like, I am beautiful. I am smart. I am worthy of a good person. I'm worthy of a good man. I'm worthy of a good woman. I'm worthy of a great job. I'm worthy of, a, of the management position, you know? And then finally, I want you to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for whatever. Forgive yourself for that lie you told. Forgive yourself for cheating Forgive yourself for whatever is holding you back. And a lot of times we don't realize that when we do things, we forget to forgive ourselves. And don't forget to ask for forgiveness from others. But here's the thing. Even if you're in a situation where the person doesn't want to talk to you, they're not taking your calls, you sit down, and you ask for forgiveness from the universe for whatever it was that you thought you did to that person or you send them an email and if they never respond it's okay asking for forgiveness is for you it's for you but more importantly forgive yourself for whatever it is that you you did okay And finally, rest. Please get enough rest each day. I, listen, (laughs) oh my God. Make sure you sleep as often as you can. If you have to schedule your rest, do that. Make your room an Oasis. Go to Walmart or Michaels and buy one of those fountains. Put it in your room or get a diffuser, put it in your room, get some candles, close the curtain, and count backwards from, from I don't know, from 10 or from 100 until you fall asleep. And rest. I'm telling you, if you are depleted, if you are stressed, you will not be effective for anyone in your circle. You will not be effective at work. Again, you will not be a good mom, a good wife. You won't be Because you're stressed and you're tired. So you'll start slipping at work and you'll start hearing people say things like, oh, you're so moody or, you know, you haven't been on your A game. I can't believe you let that get by you. Or how did you miss that? You should have corrected that. And that's because you're stressed. That's because you're not resting. So make sure you schedule rest in your day or in your week. Okay, And these things, I'm telling you, these things really help me. And these are things that I do on a regular basis, along with eating a balanced diet, going to therapy, working out. And um, look, I had to find a way to process my sad days because I do have sad days. And um, my sad days is like (laughs) it's just me deciding to keep swiping. Like, you know how the new phones, you just swipe left or swipe right? Like, if if I'm sad, and I do have my sad days, but I try not to sit in sorrow. I, I try not to sit in the pain like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad. I miss my son so much. You know, I miss that. I miss the fact that I, I don't have that future. I I will never be a mom. I'll, I I'm sorry, I'll never be a grandmother. You know, I'll never get to experience his wedding, and I have those sadness. And I miss him so much. I have those sad days and I have to keep swiping until I find something happy. Like, oh my gosh, I had him for 25 years. You know, I got to see him boat for the first time, get his driver's license, you know, walk, crawl, like, (laughs) like all of that. Um, So I keep swiping to find some happiness in my head. And I always find something something to smile about, you know, and that helps me. That helps me get through the sad days and the negative emotions. So um, I also have a great support group of people who are also in my shoes. So if my emotions get the best of me and I'm swiping, 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 and I can't find, you know, cause I come with, like with a lot of the other women, they're married or they have live in boyfriends or, you know what I mean? But it's just me and the dog. So, you know, sometimes when my emotions get the best of me, I can just call them. And if I am so into my emotions, and I cannot utter a word like we all have one another's numbers saved in our phones and they're like, hey, Tanya, it's okay. This is me. And they talk me through it. You know, just having the worst anxiety of my life. Like they talk me through it until I'm able to speak. And um, I mean, when you connect with others that are consistent and they help you and you help one another and you grow Together through whatever the issue is. So make sure you have a great support group. I do have a great support group um, of family and friends. And, you know, at some point you will discover who you are in all of this. You will discover who you are and why you're here and how you got here, and and you'll figure out how not (laughs) to make this same mistake or the same turn again and the crazy thing is it's a process so you're are gonna you are going to you are going to make that mistake and you are gonna make the wrong turn again but it's a process so you get up the next morning and you work on self again you work on self-care again and you try it again and you do your positive affirmations and you eat healthy and you breathe you do your deep breathing exercises and you take your long walks and um eventually you'll find out that hey i got a grip on this whole self-care thing And um, you can kind of see things before they they happen and you start dealing with them differently simply by making that sacrifice of carving out time for self-care because it is worth it, okay? So I want you to start today and feel free to call me or email me if you need help creating your self-care list. But remember, only you know what you need. Only you know what you need. But here's my number. It's 704-756-2752. Or email me at a conversation with Tanya at gmail.com. And remember, with self-care, you have a right to be selfish about your healing. You have a right to be selfish about protecting your well-being, to be selfish about your happiness, especially during a stressful time in your life. And if it does not make you happy, keep swiping. Keep swiping until you find something that makes you happy. If it does not make you happy, keep changing the channel until you find something that makes you happy. Because self-care is all about you caring for oneself you got this i know you do hey that's gonna do it for me i'm tanya stokes again thank you so much for joining me with a conversation with tanya feel free to email me at a conversation with tanya at gmail.com and i look forward to talking with you next week i'm tanya stokes bye